All right. So it's not too often that the industry gives us a topic to talk about from a news perspective. But I have uh, Joe Peterson returning to the podcast. Joe, uh, Cisco gave us some twenty eight billion dollars worth of reasons to talk about them this week. Yeah. What was the news? Cha-ching, cha-ching. So Cisco bought Splunk. At least they're buying Splunk. $28 billion in an all-cash deal is by far Cisco's largest acquisition ever. And I have a bunch of thoughts, but you're the security expert, and I want to have you on specifically to kind of get your reaction. How, other than the size of the deal, the, the cash value of the deal, how, how important is this deal? Man, it's important in so many ways. So first of all, it really solidifies Cisco's position in cybersecurity and AI observation. Observability software, boy, I I need another cup of coffee, it's Monday. Um, But uh, yeah, it's so, that that would be the first thing. And, you know, they're putting a stake in the ground and they're saying, man, we are here for security. Don't be thinking about us as just a routing and switching company. We're a security player. So I want to note that why this is important, because I went back and forth with Dave Vellante and a bunch of other really smart analysts. Cisco called themselves a network and security company or the security company. Like, I don't know if, uh, yeah, Cisco has some security products. Yes. And they're decent products, but I don't know if I would actually, as an enterprise architect, I don't know if I would have before this deal have called Cisco a security company. Yes, they have security products, but are they a security company? Not in the lights of like a Palo Alto or companies that I think are focused on just security. I have to admit this Blunk deal for me kind of solidifies. There's no question to about me. Cisco security company cisco plus Splunk, splunk security company a 28 billion dollar company i think i saw the stack that uh is basically 6x revenue of splunk which is you know like four billion dollars a year in security product that that's a sizable security company yeah for sure and i mean cisco for years has been building out their security strategy right and they're doing it for a couple reasons i think so first of all they were doing network adjacent security. So the products that you saw them come into the market with with were products that could be bought by the network manager, maybe bought by the CIO too, since it was network adjacent security, and maybe bought by the CISO. So they've been working their way in front of the CISO, right, for a number of years. The other reason that I think this is such an interesting deal is how revenue is recognized. So Cisco has long been known as a hardware company, and we know that that the world is run and driven by software. And so they've been trying for the last several years to get themselves additional what's known as ARR revenue. the acquisition of Splunk is going to have a huge influence on annual recurring revenue 
as it relates to Cisco's go-to-market strategy. It represents a $4 billion ARR bump. And this is going to go far in helping to transition Cisco from a hardware-based CapEx revenue model to a software-focused recurring revenue model. Yeah, and as you stated, Cisco's been trying to make this transition for the several several years now. Wall Street is very, very appeased by annual recurring revenue, and other, aka the way most tech vendors get that is via subscription. So they've been selling their hardware essentially the past couple of years as a subscription. The customers are pretty resistant to buying hardware under a, a subscription model at the end of the day you own hardware and a lot of these soft hardware software vertical stack companies have been you know kind of separating you buy the hardware and you license the or you subscribe to the software and to mix reviews so for my audience who may not be as familiar with uh splunk what is cisco buying in splunk what is splunk exactly uh, well, so Splunk's started out as a SEM, right? Um, security incident event management tool. So all of my all of my security events will go to this platform, and I have a single plane of glass to see all of my security events, basically. Yeah, and then, but and so it it is more than a repository, right? So the second thing that it does, it's great to correlate the data. So let's just say. Your endpoint data is flowing in, right? And it all flows into your SEM. Well, it's great to correlate everything there, but the other side of it is threat detection and response. So it doesn't just end up there and do nothing. It's not sitting in a data lake, right? And doing nothing. It is actually the intelligence is being acted upon or the data is being acted upon by intelligence. So Splunk's gone a long way in helping customers do things like navigate around false positive. There's so, if you think about the plethora of alerts that come in, particularly in a large organization, it's estimated that maybe up to 40% of those could be false positive. So how do you separate the noise from the truth, right? And how do you concentrate your people on separating the noise from the truth. And so that's where the whole idea of observability comes in. So this is a tool that in a pane of glass can help you not only identify, but then remediate. Right? So is this where the AI story comes in? Yeah. The, the ability to look at all of this massive amounts of data. This right. is something I've heard over and over again, too many incidents for humans to look at. That's right. Uh, and, and to your point, 40 up to 40 percent of them can be false positive. So mm -hmm. I'm essentially getting 40 percent. The It's bad math, but bear with me. I'm basically right. getting 40 percent more staff uh, in the ability to have these AI tools like Splunk be able to eliminate the false positives and act upon kind of simple ones like should this be escalated or should a event should i trigger some type of isolation some other third party tool until we can you know enable traffic or uh, some human looks at this and says oh this is good or bad traffic that's right and then splunk up leveled so they helped bring to life the whole concept of contextualization so the idea that 
there's patterns in data. We all know that there's patterns in data, right? So some of the technology that they've built in with the help of AI and observability has recognized patterns like, hey, we know that, you know, um, this bad guy always tries to get in through this door. So we're going to try to lock down this door more effectively on a continual basis. It's the idea of visualization of patterns across the data. Which is so, and you're using the word data and specifically we talked about Cisco being adjacent with their network security products. Mm -hmm. This isn't just limited to network. This is like application level. Uh, this is application level security mo monitoring. It could be, I mean, it's it's a number of things, right? It's, it's a repository, as you've mentioned earlier, for all kinds of endpoint, could be endpoint data coming in, could be network data coming in, right? It could be all kinds of data that's kind of getting put into this engine. And then the engine is helping parse through the data. And not only is it looking for bad guys, it's looking for false positive. It's looking for patterns. It's looking for a number of things in the data. So it's a smart approach to handling that volume of data that's coming in. So thanks for helping me bring me back up to speed where, where Splunk is now versus where it started. I actually might, I think my last update of Splunk might have been, you know, kind of where they were at the entry point. So you've helped me kind of understand where they're at. So let's go back to kind of, I know you have maybe about four or five different uh, key points about the acquisition. We probably hit two now. What What's, you know, kind of number three? I think that it's, Splunk's done a great job. Don't get me wrong. But Cisco is one of the granddaddies in the tech space, right? They just are. Um, and they've been around, you know, I mean, I've got, I got my CCNA back in, I don't even want to tell you what year it was, but I was younger and fresher looking. It was 2001 for me. I remember it was a tough, it was a tough test. Oh, okay. So you took the frame relay test too. <laughs> yes, I did. It was frame relay on, on my test. All right. What's a Delcy? Come on, Keith. What's a Delcy? Oh no, please oh, don't yeah. make me do a uh, frame relay addressing anymore. No, 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 no. The, the memories. So we got it the same year. Um, actually, so Cisco's been around forever. And the point is that they've done a wonderful job in terms of global, global market penetration and channel strategy. And I think that that wealth of tenure and experience is only going to help Splunk get into markets that they have been into, stratifying their uh, market strategy and channel strategy to be deeper and richer, that's going to open doors for Splunk. So, okay. Uh, and I, I, I think I've made this point online as well. Uh, symbiotic relationship. You mentioned it in your point number two that, you know, Cisco is basically buying their way into the CISO's uh, office. They have a much stronger relationship and the inverse is true too. Cisco's sales organization is probably their number one asset. They are very, very good at 
uh, generating leads, curating deals, and being exceptionally aggressive in closing deals. So this ability to just open doors for the Splunk, uh, the value prop makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, I'm, I'm very bullish on, you know, kind of Cisco sales and marketing force getting hold of the Splunk assets. All right. Point number four. Um, I think point number four is going to be interesting as it plays out. I think we're going to start to see this integration between products that is going to going to be like a um, an amplification effect for Cisco. What I mean is they've been taking products into their portfolio that are going to all sort of click together like a set of Legos. So we've got Thalvanize. Now we've got Splunk. We've got App Dynamics. You think about the things that they bought and that, that are going to work in concert. And so the story that they're going to be able to walk into a customer and tell is big. And then the fact that, you know, all these tools are going to play nicely together is also big. And that's some of the pushback that I've been getting about the deal is simply Cisco's never made a big deal this big. When you look at most of their acquisitions, those acquisitions have taken on uh, the Cisco personality, Meraki, the uh, other, uh, even thousand, excuse me, Thousand Eyes and App Dynamic. These have been much smaller acquisitions. They've come on. Cisco has done some integration, probably the most famous of which has been their SDN play in which uh, they bought the SDN product or uh, code set to their their router platform versus, you know, kind of adopting the models of these companies Splunk is 20 is a 28 billion dollar acquisition you're going to get some Splunk DNA inserted into D, uh, Cisco just by the sheer size of it do you see kind of Cisco's traditional approach to acquisitions as a risk to the success of this deal I think you're really asking me a different question I am at least I'm hearing a different question. Um, and it was crafty. That was very crafty, Keith. Um, <laughs> so what I'm hearing is culture. I'm hearing a question about culture. Yes. And I think that there's a pivot occurring. Cisco has been wildly successful doing what they've done for years. But it's a newer generation of buyers. And I think they're recognizing that. Um, I think they're recognizing that, you know, maybe the way people used to procure products is different today and they're making that shift. Right. So I, I think a, I'm always hopeful. I'm a glass half full girl. So I'm always hopeful that something this large and meaningful to the whole industry is going to work. Yeah. And to put some technical meat behind the hope. You know, I, I could always go out and buy Thousand Eyes, App Dynamics, Splunk, uh, uh, all these services separately. Matter of fact, I just wrote a tweet about how in the security space, uh, multi-vendor is actually a good thing from a 
uh, a tax service perspective, a lot of security professionals prefer to have multiple vendors. However, the challenge of that uh, that that introduces is real because all of these multiple vendors are you know kind of focused on their their slice of the problem. When I think about the problem that enterprises have from a practical security perspective, I give the Lambda to Oracle example that I love to give, which is if I have a Lambda running in AWS and I that Lambda has access to an Oracle database, how do I ensure that my security, security policy is, is in effect? If I went to Cisco before, Cisco really didn't have a answer to that, not from a network centric perspective, because there's no IP addresses to, you know, this is serverless. There's no IP addresses. There's, I don't have the traditional controls. You add Splunk and you add thousand eyes, you add uh, app dynamics, you uh, add Cisco's traditional monitoring solutions. And now you might actually have a end to end solution if those three or four different product teams can get together and focus on that unique challenge. I think that's the possibility. So let's end with your fifth point. What, what, where, 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 what do you think the fifth consideration for this acquisition is? I think that, you know, having had a chance to work with the Splunk team, I was really impressed about all the work they were doing around AI early. So this deal's been in the making for a long time. This didn't just happen yesterday, right? And Cisco is going to benefit from all the AI work that all the folks at Splunk have done with their product just instantly. Yeah, the this is the problem space that Splunk has been focused on. I, mm -hmm. I, I joked that this is going to be, no, it wasn't a joke. I was actually pretty serious about this. This is going to have a halo effect on all of Cisco. I, the, uh, I've mm -hmm. never thought of this possible combination, but Splunk on-premises is a infrastructure-heavy solution. So one of the things that we haven't talked about is the server group, the uh, new partnership with Nutanix or what used to be Hyperflex, the ability to sell the infrastructure that Splunk runs on will be a halo. The same team that sells you the software licenses can also sell you the physical infrastructure mm -hmm. to land that in. Cisco can wrap, kind of Splunk up in a subscription model. You can you know, buy a, a Splunk pod that gives you the software licensing, the capabilities, et cetera, all in one package without you really thinking about, do I run out of infrastructure? Cisco, if done right, can, can, can do all of that for you. And then there's the simple fact that this is AI around this space is a hard problem. So the barrier of entry to be able to take all of these uh, security uh, data sets, put some intelligence behind them is really, I think it will, both of us would agree, Splunk is probably the leader in this segment. And you uh, couple Splunk with one of the leaders and where this data is coming from and you get their AI scientists behind it, I, I can't see nothing but good things. Maybe expensive things, but good things down the road for uh, Splunk plus Cisco. I'm, I'm completely bull bullish on this uh, solution and this combination. Yeah, I think it's a great combo. 
So, Joe, for those who uh, have not watched our Cloud Everyday series, our AWS Everyday series, who just haven't gotten enough of you on the CTO Advisor platform, what can folks find you? They can find me on LinkedIn at Joe Peterson, or they can find me on Twitter or X at Clear Tech Today and on threads at Clear Tech Today. So little known fact, Joe Peterson's cat videos are the only ones I ever see on LinkedIn. LinkedIn does not allow cat videos for the most part. They, they, uh, they, they punish the algorithm. The cat videos get punished in the algorithm. But uh, Joe has for years, this, she's just worth following for this, for years have has trained like general basic uh, security knowledge with cute cat videos. She is well known in the industry, not just for her chops around doing analysis around these types of deals, but uh, for this as well. If you want to learn more about the CTO Advisor, you can follow us on the web. TheCTOAdvisor.com is where you can find just about everything CTO Advisor related and at CTO Advisor on most social platforms, including X.com, Blue Sky, Mastodon, etc. And of course, LinkedIn. Talk to you next CTO Advisor podcast.